everybody of the J360 Legion, how are you all doing today? You know, since it's a bit early to talk about the J-Man Show episode 22, and I know some of y'all can't wait for that, I'm currently reviving another J360 property, aka The Cyclone. While I won't be starring into this show per se, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to reintroduce you all to Al and Dev. Alright, and what? what is it, Dev? What do you want? So, uh, so what are we talking about today? Do we do the Cyclone first or last? Nope. You guys are going to go ahead and do your uh, Cyclone right now because we have 43 minutes left in the show. So I want you guys to go ahead and use your 15 to 30 minutes right now. So I'm going to slide it over to the Cyclone guys and I'll be back for like the last 15 minutes. See y'all. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. So pretty much let's talk uh, playoffs. There's yeah. I think basketball wise is really going on. So, Unless yeah. Well, the draft happens Thursday. Yeah, draft is this Thursday. Is it in Philly this year? I have no idea on it. I, I think, think it is. Yeah, I think I, I wanted to go. I wanted to go, but I'm like, eh, it's Philly. The tickets are probably really high. I'm going to pass. I, I, I don't want to go on the bad part of Philly, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I, I was there one time, and yeah. It didn't turn out so well? Um, okay, I'm going to tell you my experience I had in Philly. So I went down there. This was a few years ago. Probably longer than that, but... We were going to a New Found Glory concert. I think it was like New Found Glory, Isley, and Reggie in the full effect. So okay. I go down there. We're on this weird part of Philly. And we pull over, and I literally see a guy punching a woman in a car. Ooh. And I didn't have a cell phone then, so we went to like a payphone and dialed 911 and reported it and just drove as fast as we could to get the fuck out of there. Smart man. So, anyways, so for the playoffs, I'm going to bring it up now. I saw the Bucks game last night. I was really disappointed. Why? No, in the Bucks, they just did not show up. Well, here's my thing. What, who is it against? Uh, off the top of my the head. Raptors. Raptors. Well, you got to think about it. The Raptors are a slow start team. Like, what is it, game four now? We're, uh, no, we're going to go to game six now. Game six, all really behind. Jeez. So, yeah, we're at five. Raptors are up 3-2. Yeah. So, Raptors, it's been noted historically since the last, what, two years? There's slow start team. You'll get two games up on them, but don't ever get comfortable. Because once that team gets to ball, they're like a, they're like a, like a small snowball. It's just a snowball thing. Once they get rolling, it's really hard to get them to stop. Unless you're the Cavs. Cause then, unless you had the firepower, which unfortunately the Bucks don't right now, because a lot of their firepower is underdeveloped. Besides Giannis and maybe um, Chris Middleton. Besides, outside of those I make two, a case for Brogdon though. Brogdon's pretty uh, good. Fifty-fifty. You you can make a case for him, but I still feel like he needs more, a little more time into his game to get that done. But with that being said, like. Once, like, you know, Toronto gets rolling and Kyle Lowry's on, DeMar DeRozan's hitting those tough jumpers, those Kobe-like jumpers he likes to hit so much, and then, you know, Serge Ibaka goes in, plays his solid minutes, you got Biz Biombo coming in with solid minutes, then you got, uh, what's the big guy's name? Um, European guy. Ibaka? Like an old school, huh? Ibaka? No, 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 no. Uh, he's like an old school pick and roll guy. They drafted him. He's a really long last name. 
don't know. In my opinion, though, there was no reason why they did not uh, put Spencer Hawes in that game. That was stupid. <sighs> Very stupid. It, it, it's a coaching error. Because you could say the same thing, that why is Boston losing the, you know, to Chicago? Series is tied right now. But now, yeah. like... I'm sorry. This is this is honest how I feel. Thon Maker had no business starting. Thon Maker still he's a rookie. Like I'm not starting him. Yes, he has a lot of potential. Yes, he could be a valuable asset down the line. And that team is long as hell. They are super long. That that team should get an award for like lankiest team in the league. They remind me of the '09 Lakers when they had Ron Artest, Derek Fisher, Kobe Bryant, Pau Gasol, Lamar Odom. That team was really long. That reminds me of that team. Just how long they were with length. Like, they could suffocate you on defense when they would get ready. And if that Bucks team learns how to play defense, like, learns how to rotate, cause out screens, moves, like, cause out the screens on the pick and roll, that team can suffocate you on defense. I agree with that completely. <clears throat> no, like, I'm looking at the box score for the game right now. <clears throat> mm-hmm. The, uh... I don't know. They started too many of the rookies. Brogdon should not have had 33 minutes. Nah, that's too many minutes for a rook. I don't unless he's like playing, like you know, a Derrick Rose type of first year. Maybe not even that. Unless he had like Jason a Terry needed more minutes. He yes played, and no. He played for five minutes in the game. Okay, I would give Jason Terry 15 minutes, a solid 15 minutes. Yeah, I thought he was like the other six guy, other than Monroe. You know, yeah. um, how much did Monroe play? Monroe played 22. Okay. Which is uh, okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, that, that's, that's around his average. Yeah. I but you know what's him. crazy? Deladova didn't even start. Um, why would he's, you, though? Why? He, he, he's good in spurts, but Deli. They started not... 20 Snell over him. Hmm. <sighs> That's, this that's was, hard. This is a really weird lineup. I don't like this at all. No wonder they just couldn't keep up. But I don't like. I don't. Is it, now it's not the time to play with lineups. This you know your lineups. You got to know them. And I don't think now is the time to play with them. To be honest, cause... yeah, it's playoff time. It's a completely different absence. I'll tell you the starters for the Bucks for that game. It was Brogdon, Snell, Thon Maker, Giannis, Middleton. Middleton and, you know, Giannis, obviously starters. Brockton, yes. Snell, questionable. And Thonmaker, no, no. I would have started. I don't get why they're not using Spencer Hawks. That guy is actually a defensive guy. He's a center, can shoot the long ball. Thonmaker can't shoot. No, no, no. He doesn't have a developed jumper. Like He has a pretty okay handle. He's smart off the pick and roll. But he's not a shooter. He reminds me of Giannis when he first came out. Very not a shooter. When Giannis first came out his rookie year, I seen a lot of shots he made. He had the potential, but it, it wasn't falling down. It wasn't going down. But I, if you, I'm looking at this, who's their offense other than Giannis and Middleton? Well, if you look at most of the stats leading in a series, he's leading in multiple. He's leading one, two, three, four, five, like five different categories in the in the series. Honestly. Who thought? Like, no, no, no. No, uh, uh, Giannis. Yeah. He's leading in five different categories stat-wise in the series. He is the offense. He's the quintessential point guard without being the point guard. He is, like, today's, you know, point forward. So I, in my opinion, though, Del Dova should have started over Snell. That was a mistake. Okay, I would give you, I'll give you that. 
that that I'll definitely get to. And I'd make a case for Henson or Hawes starting over Maker. I like Thon Maker. I think he has potential, but he's not that many bench. You got to bring him in slow. You got to you got to do the Brandon Ingram effect. Like let him come off the bench, let him kind of work into it. But you can't play this kid heavy playoff minutes. This the playoffs is a different animal within itself. You can't just sit there and um, you know, just play the kid heavy minutes. He's gonna struggle. He's gonna hit a wall. But let's not stay on this series too much because we only have fifteen. So All right. so let's go to the other ones. Well, you know, we'll start with Wa- let's go Washington Atlanta real quick because that series at two two right now. To be honest, I don't know who's gonna win the series. Um, I got, I got Washington. I'm, I'm gonna pick Washington on this one. No, I, I remember telling my friend when we were doing our playoff predictions. I there's a part of me that thinks the Hawks will win, but just I really do like the aspect that Washington has Brandon Jennings on it, which was a very smart pickup. It was, it definitely helps, and I don't know why New York let him go because. D Rose was going to get banged up, and they knew that. Um, no, Jennings wanted to go. Um, he he knew this team was falling. He knew New York was falling apart. But yeah, um, um, true, very true. I mean, not a lot of people want to stay with the Knicks, but so all right, I got Washington. You got Atlanta. So let's no, go. actually, I know I'm picking Washington. Are you? Kidding oh, you're me? going Washington? <laughs> okay, because I like the backcourt of uh, Bill and Wall too much, and I feel like they, at the end of the day, can. Close, seal the deal. While on Atlanta, you got to think who's going to seal the deal for Atlanta. Like who's their go-to in the clutch? You know. Well, Dwight Howard will do his disappearing act. Yeah, exactly. He oh, he's done that. He's done that in the '09 Finals for my team. He'll do it once he'll do it again. At this point, we know what Dwight Howard is. He's a pick and roll guy. Not much of a post game. Cut straight to the basket. Plays off athleticism. Kind of a dominant pr- presence on the defensive end, but not what he used to be. It's kind of what he is at this point. That's why he couldn't get it done in Houston. Like, why do you think Houston let him go? Like, like, and Golden State swept. Did was anybody uh, shocked? Not, not at all. Think about it. Golden State is too good. Uh, CJ McCullen and Damian Lillard, as good as they are, don't play enough defense, and they don't have enough firepower to run with these guys. If they stole the game in Portland. I would give them. I would give them maybe a game in Portland if the right chain of effects happen at the right time for them to steal a game. They did. They didn't even have um, Kevin Durant, and they still kicked, um, destroyed them. So the second, but, well, I right, know. Look at it. Look, right, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but look at it like this, right? Golden State minus Kevin Durant and Steph Curry goes off. Now you got to guard that guy from thirty feet out, and Damian Lillard's tired on the defensive end because he has to guard that guy. Then he has to score 30-plus points on the offensive end. C.J. McCullough has to chip in. And if Nurkic doesn't do enough, then, you know what I'm saying, their bigs are useless. Evan Turner was a wasted number two pick who's now a okayest role player. And mind you, they got a lot of these guys for the cheap. So the fact they're getting any production out of them is beyond me. But I said all that to say this. You take Tevin Durant out, they still have enough firepower to put these guys away. Like, well, the problem is Kevin Durant in now, which is even more overwhelmingly bad for Portland. I actually stand by this. If the Cavs and the Warriors do meet up, I do think the Cavs will win in the in the finals. Uh it depends. But, but uh, the Cavs would, need to learn to play defense, so that's I don't I don't thing. like the way the Cavs are looking right now. I don't see them 
beating them soundly. I see if they do, they're edging this one out like they did last year. Well, LeBron is turning it up. LeBron, LeBron is turning it up. But I just, I don't know. LeBron, okay, in order for LeBron to win this, he has to have the game he had last year. His jumper has to be on because we all know LeBron can get to the basket when he wants. That's, you can still win against LeBron even if he's getting to the basket. But if his jumper's off and Kyrie's not really on, Kevin Love's not really hitting, they're going to struggle. The Warriors can blow them out the gym. Now, Draymond, I don't know how many flagrants he has. They got to keep on that because if I'm the Cavs, I'm going to try to use that to my favor. Like last year, it just happened to work in their favor. So you got to hope Draymond stays under control and doesn't get suspended for, you know, a game in the finals catching flagrants and whatnot. So we don't know. But I think... The Warriors could definitely beat them this year, hands what's, down. What's I'm saying you're going take? six. Ah, maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll have to I'm see. Say, I'm saying Warriors in six. It can go oh. to seven, but I think the Warriors can get it in six. I think I, I'm. I would pick the Cavaliers in six, honestly. All right. All right. With, so, Steve, with Steve Kerr being injured, he's not even going to be the head coach anymore. He he might. It's it's speculated. Is not cert for certain yet. But like I said. He doesn't have bad assistant coaches to kind of do this. It's thing, Mike so. Brown, which kind of scares me, though, because Mike ah, Brown knows LeBron it James. Mike, it's, it, it is. Yes, it is Mike Brown. And, he, and Mike Brown knows the, LeBron knows Mike Brown's tendencies. But I don't know. If I'm Steve Kerr, I don't know. If I could start stick it on the sideline, I will. But all right, let's move over to Lakers, Utah, uh, Clippers, Utah. Clippers. <laughs> the Lakers are in the playoffs? Sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait. I'm the way the Clippers playing, the Lakers no, might as well play in the playoff. But all right, Clippers, Utah. Oh. I'm taking Utah on this one. No, uh, Utah's going to uh, win it all. Um, not w- like win this series because, yeah, without yeah without Griffin, yeah, you're screwed. Oh, they lost Griffin? Yeah, he's out for the playoffs. Well, oh, yeah, well, uh, it's equal opportunity because Gobert is out. Rudy Gobert is done. I know, but other than Chris Paul, who do they have? They, that Chris Paul is their offense. Blake Griffin is well. Listen, they've played better without Blake Griffin. Now they're not going to beat the Warriors because the Warriors are the are pretty much the Clippers have been the Warriors' punishing bag for a couple of years. Even though they don't like each other, it's not even a rivalry because the Clippers never win against them. But if they do happen to get out the series, which I doubt they will, because the Clippers have had the worst luck in the playoffs. Like getting injured at the wrong time. Blake gets they, injured they in the playoffs. They always have the worst luck. There was that. There was that controversy of the former owner. Like, yeah. they, right during the playoffs, everything bad happens. I'm saying, I don't know. Okay, so you're Doc Rivers, right? You're the GM head coach. Do you blow this team up or do you stick with it? My honest opinion? Honest opinion. I'd blow it up. Okay. The reason why is I can't see them. Uh, like, if they don't get it all this year, they'll never get it. Okay. All right. Say you look up and get to the Western Conference Finals. Do you blow it up then? No. Okay. But I trade some pieces and try to get a star or overspend and get a star. Do you star. trade Blake Griffin? No. Who do you trade then? Because you don't have a bench. No, where you go all in in free agency and try to find like the best aspiring free agent that you can find. Oh, you need God. another star. Okay, you got you have DeAndre Jordan, you have Blake Griffin, you have Chris Ball, you have Jamal Crawford. And who is that guy? I, who is that guy on the Jazz that's really good? 
Um, are we talking Rudy Gobert, uh, Gordon Hayward? Gordon Hayward. I would go after Gordon Hayward. Okay, here's my thing about Gordon Hayward. I don't see Gordon Hayward going to L.A. I would more see him going to Boston before L.A. Now, mind you, Boston is a surprisingly underwhelming number one seed. Like, outside of... But why uh, would I, you need... But why would he go to Boston when Boston has Isaiah Thomas? Well, because you can be the starting three there. Like, there's no... And you'll be the guy, un, undoubtedly. Like, you'll be, and they'll actually have two stars now. So and, what are they going to do with Marcus Smart then? Listen, have him come off the bench for defense because if you last time I checked, Isaiah Thomas isn't guarding anybody to extreme importance. I don't know. I like, really, you know, I thought Marquis Smart was going to be like the biggest steal of the draft. I actually thought I, he should have been a top I like pick. I'm not going to lie. I liked him defensively. I thought he was Gary Payton esque coming out of Oklahoma. By the way, I noticed something too about that Bucks game. Too, I'm sorry to bring this back. Oh no, go Gary, ahead. Gary Payton the second did not play a single minute in that game. Mm. Well, listen, my thing about Gary Payton the second is he had he took he's a journeyman. He he's been in the D League. Um, he went to the same. Uh, so college, was his father, which I wouldn't have done. Yeah, I wouldn't have done his, that personally. His father started in the D League. Huh? Gary Payton. He started in the D League. Yeah. To develop wait, his craft. Wait. Oh, he really he did really? Yeah. I didn't know they had a D League back then. They did? Hmm. I don't know if it was actually the official NBA D League, but Gary Payton himself said his son needs to go to the D League to develop True. craft to perfect his game because that's what he did. True. I mean, I don't know if he'll be as good as the biggest star, but listen, the kid has potential. He's on an NBA roster. I don't know if he's going to be as big as his dad, but I personally wouldn't have went to the same school because I'd have to see my dad's jersey and the Raptors like every day when I go in the gym. And I'd rather make a legacy of my own, but that's just me personally. Like for my son personally, if I played like at a, I was really big at something and he's going to go do it, I'm like, kind of make your own niche and be yourself. Instead of, like, trying to be me. Like, you can only be you. But let's not... All right, so let's hit another game. Uh, Houston's obviously going to be Oklahoma City. There's no doubt about that. But who do you have for MVP? MVP? Without question, it's going to be with Russell Westbrook. Uh, I want to give it to Harden. I really want to. Like, he, he, he has met all the criteria... To be MVP, top three in the West. His team's playing good. He has like a double double this year. Average a double double this year. Playing a new position. He's made all his teammates better. Like he took a bunch of B minus B plus guys, and they're wreaking havoc in the Western Conference. The and thing with the Rockets, they do have solid players outside of Harden. The yeah, thing is have, with. But, but nobody, with the Thunder, with the Thunder, let's though, be honest. They, let's be honest. Nobody wanted Eric Gordon, right? Because uh, we know he could play, but injury wise, nobody wanted him, right? Who else yeah. wanted Corey Brewer? Like who wanted Lou Williams? Like he's playing on the Lakers before that. Who you know, what I'm saying who wanted a lot of these guys? Not Terrence. They'd Jones. be good bench players, but yeah, that'd be good bench players. They wouldn't be getting the minutes and and the production they're getting anywhere else but here. Now, credit the D'Antoni system because, honestly, it was like the perfect storm. 
the perfect coach with the perfect player at the perfect time came together, and now we have this monster inside Houston, and it looks great. Um, but I personally would pick Harden, even though Russell, he should get the MVP because of the triple-double. It's historic. I get it. But the fact your team's a sixth seed, I don't want to give it to you. And, like, mind you, he has to get these triple-doubles in order for him to be competitive. But it's like, you don't make your team better. And they obviously have no confidence in themselves because they're giving you the ball. And they know you have to go off supernova every night just to stand a chance. Well, th- My- the only reason why they... Uh- the only reason why they were even in the actual playoffs is um, the Thunder and Flies is because Russell Westbrook made that team. True. He Well, he is the team. He is Oklahoma City. But you got to stand the question is, how much of this losing can he actually take? And who's actually going to want to come to Oklahoma City? Because as we know in recent history, Oklahoma City doesn't get free agents. They draft players and they develop them. Like, they looked up on almost two pretend... They have... Um, three potential MVPs that used to play for that team. Well, two, well, Kevin Durant, MVP, used to play for them. James Harden, possible MVP, used to play for them. And Russell Westbrook, possible MVP, still plays for them. Like, you can't, who locks up on three good players like that and only has one of them now? Like, when have we ever heard of that? Like, a team with three possible MVPs at some point in their career used to all play for the same team. Like, they don't sign free agents. It's a small market team. You draft in Oklahoma City. Shout out to, what is it, uh, Sam Presti for drafting guys because he's done a good job because Reggie easy get drafted, Reggie Jackson, a couple other guys who turned well, out to you be Well, you got to understand all this, too. Like, I honestly think, because think about it, he had to do all this while at the same time he lost the uh, member. The Thunder lost Kevin Durant. That was they built a team around him. It wasn't the Westbrook show. It was the Durant show. But you also true. They did build a team around him. But you still got to get credit where credit is due. And also you got to kind of blame him at the same time. If I felt like if they would have signed James Harden right and moved James Harden to the one because he did play some one in that two thousand was it two thousand twelve NBA Finals. Yeah, they had him at the one that year at some points. I felt like you let Serge Ibaka go because you can replace that. What he did, his service at the time, mind you, Serge Ibaka was a really good player at the time. Hindsight's only twenty twenty, but I feel like you can replace that. I feel like you can get rid of him, get something for him, and you rock out with those three because those three guys are once in a generation. You don't get those guys all the time. You can find a Serge Ibaka. You can find him in the draft. You can sign him in free agency. You can't sign a James Harden. You can't find another James Harden. I feel like that's irreplaceable. I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't trade him. I would try to trade Ibaka and sign that ex- extension and keep him there and play it out. I felt like that would have worked out in their favor a lot better, personally. Yeah, I agree with you. Um... All right, so I mean, I can I can see how Harding can be MVP. I saw a lot of Brocket games as well. Yeah, and that dude just turns it up when needed. I saw this game against the Cavs, and that dude was on fire. Exactly. So that's why I feel like it's close. 
I mean, no disrespect. I would love to throw Kawhi Leonard in there, but those two are just having that. <sighs> Leonard's going to be an MVP sooner or later. Yeah. Um, but all right, so let's go Memphis, San Antonio, which I'm surprised at. I thought San Antonio would have had it, but you can never count Memphis out. Well, also, it's also because Vince Carter's there. Yeah. So, I have, man. How is he playing shooter. so well at the Sage? How is he because doing it? I don't know what who his trainer is, what he's been doing, but the fact that we remember Vince Carter when he used to jump out the gym and the fact he's turned his game into a jump shooter and lasted this long is just like it's it's crazy. He's like going back in the time machine and just like put great great numbers out. And I'm pretty sure he's been saving himself for the playoffs. Like he knew Memphis was making the playoffs. So now Vince the Carter is the man for real. Yeah, I like yeah. Vince Carter. Shout out to Vince Carter for putting out I, these numbers. I'm actually pulling for the um pulling for Memphis a little bit because I want Carter to finally get his ring. He deserves it. Well, listen, as much as I love Memphis and as much as I love the, the front court of Zebo and Mark Gasol, I'm not going to live in this fictitious world where I think Memphis is going to knock off San Antonio, then knock off Houston and then beat Golden State, and then beat the Cavs. I'm like, this is not 2K. As much as I would love to see that, this is not 2K. Mike Conley is a great point guard. Don't get me wrong. I, I can't get go. over that Vince Carter is actually a starter for this team. Well, it makes sense. <laughs> At like, 40 years old, this guy is still starting and rocking it. Like Steve Nash couldn't even hold himself after, you know, after his last couple of years. Well, it's different injuries. Like Vince Carter... He didn't have a whole lot of injuries. and Yeah, he did. Well, he had, but he had to change his game. And Steve Nash never changed his game, if you think about it. And he's always had back issues, and they only got worse as, you know, the years went on. I know, back issues suck, especially knee. And I think, didn't Vince Carter have a knee issue? Um, yeah, yeah, especially because he was, like, he played really a really athletic game. So he had to change his game in order yeah, to Yeah, I mean, he wasn't like Penny Hardaway 2.0 or anything, but... No. Like, no. which I'm scared that Jabari Parker has. <sighs> Man, I still feel the type way about that. Like, uh, I feel bad for it because that kid has so much potential, and it's like... But I feel like they're playing in the, in the wrong position in, on, on the team. He's not a four. He's not a four. He's never he's been a He's a shooting four. guard. He's always been a shooting guard. So my thing is, right, if you're going to, like, let's be honest. I know we keep going back to the Bucks, but not as well. Because it's have such an this, interesting team. Yeah, it is. Like, they have all the potential in the world. Like, I'm about to actually, all right, let's go look at the team right now. I'm about to go look them up on basketball reference. Which is why I'm not really a big fan of uh, Giannis being a point guard because it's kind of like, Okay, then what was the point of in Brockton show so much promise? Giannis should be a small forward. He should, but he's not the quintessential small forward, so we know that. Well, because he can't develop a long jumper. He can. He's not necessarily with the right coach to do it, because, you know, Jason Kidd never necessarily had the best jumper in the world. Oh, my. Right, can so you we... imagine him with Steve Kerr? Oh, man. I'm telling you, he's a poor man's Kevin Durant. Let's be real. He has all the physical tools to be like Kevin Durant, just better. Like I seen it there, I was like, "Yo, this guy's six eleven. Like he, like his, 
physical attributes of like Kevin Durant. He just doesn't have the jump shot that Kevin Durant does. But Jason right, so, is a very good coach for the Bucks, and he has been developing Giannis well, though. Yeah, he has. I'm not. Uh, I cannot knock that. So we have Tony Snell, John Henson, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Spencer Hawes, Jabari Parker. Rashad Vaughn, Chris Middleton, Greg Monroe, Michael Beasley. Oh, wow. I didn't know he was on the team. Um, Mira Myers. I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name. Uh, Matthew Delavadova, Thon Maker, Michael Brogdon, Jason Terry, Gary Payton II. So looking at that team, that is a pretty long team. So if I am starting a starting lineup... Um, I definitely want Thon Maker in there as a six-man or maybe starter... Or have Greg Monroe, this, the next big guy coming off. Chris Middleton at the tail. He's 6'8". Giannis at the 4, maybe 3. Actually, Jabari at the 3, Giannis at the 4. I can use Giannis as a stretch 4. You can use him as a stretch 4, playing with Don Maker. There's a couple of different lineups you can use with this team. I, I honestly think Don Maker, like, that guy, like... I don't know. Like he is a few. I I honestly wanted him to ride the bench this year and like. I, I wanted him in the D League honestly because do they had they own a D League team? Like, yeah, that, actually, we're building something in Oshkosh right now. Yeah, because if you guys had a D League team, I would just we're, like, we, no, I mean, like, we're officially doing it. Like we just broke ground. Um, they're building an entire arena for the D League team. Oh, cool! Because I know um, Miami has you know their. D-League team is just their D-League team. They send guys down and develop them. It's the same offense and everything. Like, if you guys develop a farming system where you got guys in the D-League, same offense, same everything, on the same page, bring guys up. And if you guys send a guy down and just work on certain aspects of this game, it works wonders in the long run. It really does. I feel like that would be very helpful to the team and do wonders, personally. But... Jay has entered the cycle. Oh, okay. So we're on time. Welcome back, Jay. Thanks, guys. I mean, hey, that was so cool. It kind of reminds me of the show we did back in 2015. Yeah, never forget 2015. R.I.P. Uh, yeah. But you know what's really we cool? love our basketball. I'm going to give you guys a basketball show then. Nice. Yeah, we yep. should. Cause you got, you guys are going to have the Cyclone basketball show. You guys are going to have it. Nice. All right, me so, and Deb could talk about basketball for hours, honestly. Yeah. Wait, did we miss anybody? <laughs> oh, Cavs, Indiana. Thoughts on that last thing. Well, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna let you guys go ahead and wrap that up. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, with this... the Cavs, Indiana, your thoughts yeah. first. Um, my, thought, my thoughts on that is, uh, one, terrible defense by Indiana the entire series. Jeff Teague is not the answer at point guard. Honestly, I, I, from game one to game four, every time there was a switch – and it was Jeff Teague's man. It was a switch on off the pick and roll. They see Jeff Teague. They're abusing that, cutting straight to the basket. No help. Easy buckets every time. Paul George, great player, needs to leave. Lance Stevenson, great, but they're playing him like they did Rondo in 2008. Under these screens, allow him to get to the basket, give up the jump shot because they know he's not taking it. So in my, in my opinion, it's an okay team. They don't have enough star power. Paul George needs to get out of there at some point because it's not working. And either blow it up or try to land a star inside free agency, which doesn't happen too often for Indiana. So, And you can't wait for uh, Miles Turner to develop. It's, 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 I don't know. I don't see it working because they can't get past the caps. Like, n- they can't get out of the first round. 
and they're barely getting like a seven seed. Like barely, they barely made it. Like Miami could have easily have been in their spot if they didn't fall apart. In my opinion, Miami should have been that seven seed. My well, I will give credit to Miami. Miami has done a awesome job of they're- developing their players. Like awesome job. Shout out to the Miami Heat and, and Pat Riley and the guys that are doing over there. Like they have a really great system from their D League on up. Like very great team. Miami's going to be a contender in like probably a year or two. For Indiana, is there any development with any? No, it, it's the same Indiana Pacers team that we saw like three years ago. Yeah, it's just diminished now. It's like when they had that team with Roy Hibbert and all those guys, you saw a championship window possibly. Now, with a lot of those guys lost and then Stevenson leaving and trying to get some money and that didn't work out, now he's back. Like, it's just the same team with just lesser talent. And if I'm Paul George, I'm seeing the writing on the wall. I'm not staying. I don't. I, I think Larry Bird sees the writing on the wall. Like, I wouldn't stay, personally. I wouldn't stay. There's no reason to stay. Like, I think you got to. Without Paul George, that team's going to be lucky to crack 21s. They're going to be an automatic lottery team. Let's let's be honest, because and they if, should. If you, if you they look need at, to rebuild. If you look at uh Miami, they were projected to be a lottery team, and they almost made a spot. Now, if I'm Miami, I kind of want to develop talent, but at the same time, also like tank a little bit because this is a good draft this year. They get the right guy, like a, a playmaker. Because let's look at it this way: what's his name? Hassan Whiteside. He isn't the quintessential star you want leading your team or your locker room. Let's let's be honest. He's a stat chaser. Who? Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. He's a stat chaser. Let, let's be honest. And he's telling you, I don't see a lot of guys getting triple doubles with blocks. Come on. <sighs> there is a lot for the Pacers. I don't even know what to make. Jay, do you know? What, the Indiana Pacers? No. Yeah. What, what do you make of this? Like... I, I'm not a, make, I can't make anything out of it. This it's, is a team that's been puzzling for years. <laughs> no, not for years, but I think they're more exposed now. Okay, if you're Larry Bird, what do you do? You have Paul George, he can opt out this year. You have a developing Miles Turner, Monte Ellis Porter disappearing. Jeff Teague isn't the answer at point guard because he doesn't play enough defense in playoff time. Miles, what is now Miles Turner? CJ Miles is okay. You got a bunch of guys coming off the bench who are okay. But outside of Paul George... And a young Miles Turner, what do you really have? I would say Lance Stevenson's pretty good. Um, He's okay in spurts, but like they got him late in the season. He wasn't really in basketball shape. He was a free agent for months. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't in basketball shape. I mean, I don't even know what to make of this team, honestly. And, like, you know what? Yeah, Lance Stevenson was a free You should have signed him immediately. That was stupid. Well, you well, think about it. What? I don't know. They should have signed him earlier. He was a free agent. They for shouldn't a while. have let him go to begin with. He he left on his own. They accepted. They no, no, f- no, they signed, they, no. They they gave didn't even him give an him an offer. No, they gave him an offer. Oh, did they? They gave him a five year. Yeah, they gave him a five year. Was it sixty eight million extension or something like that? Mm-hmm. And he turned it down to go test the free agent waters to try to make. He felt like he was worth more. Ten million <laughs> is enough. Well, you know, I would have taken that ten million though, but see, it's okay to know yourself worth. But he he just signed for one million. Yeah, he just wanted he just wanted more. (laughs) 
I mean, I used to play basketball in high school, so yeah, yeah. Lance Stevenson wasn't really that great. He actually sucked during his last year with the Pacers. He had a good, he had a good run in the playoffs. I still think his jump shooting was too erratic. He went to Charlotte, it was terrible, terrible. Let's be honest, he was terrible. It was, it was, it was horrible. It was pretty terrible. And then it all went downhill from there. Lance Stevenson, and I don't know why guys didn't see this before, he's a system player. He needs the right system, right placement, so he can utilize his talent to the fullest. He's you know what? Rad- if the Cavs and the Warriors face off, you know what the Warriors should do? I'm being brutally honest. You know what the Warriors should do? What should they do? If he's in shape, sign Deshaun Stevenson. Really? Really? Yes. That dude knows how to get under LeBron's skin. I'm not even lying. That guy, remember, remember the interesting Maverick? choice. But isn't it too late to sign guys? He's a free agent. He's been a free agent. Oh yeah, they can get him. Anytime. Yeah, but is it too late? But is is no. it too late to sign guys? Free agency? No, no, I don't. No, think not so. at all. Is it? No, unless I'm misinformed. Um, no, it's not. Nope. He hasn't been in the league for two years. If he's in game shape, I'd sign him because he would get in LeBron's head. <laughs> yeah, and we'll really see something then. But we're getting close to the wire, guys, so let me go ahead and address the Legion. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have gotten your taste of the soon-to-be Cyclone basketball show. There will be a little bit more to come from this revival, and so far so good. We have more to cover on the NBA playoffs, and as of right now, the Rockets have advanced. And I think the Bucks have advanced too, I think. But I do know the Rockets have won. That's all for now. This is J360 signing off.